And I think we've been through our calendar the last couple of years. We're a little bit different than the men where if you take our first regular scheduled game and go back 40 days, we're allowed 30 practices. So we've actually been at it for about a week. We're probably five practices in. We went this afternoon, brought them back a little bit early. Um, it's been good. You know, it, it's um, I think the, the biggest question mark going in is to replace the guy that we lost. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm confident about Carolyn's return. And, and uh, you know, she's she's practiced every day and has looked better every day. And, and when you look at losing Aisha Sutherland, someone of that athleticism and skill set, um, look at trying to fill the, the empty spot with with her graduation. And, and so obviously there's some uh, key components and some key kids in that in that situation. But, you know, the two young kids, the two new kids, uh, Lamaria Cole has, has shown that she can get in the paint, uh, which what you want from a point guard. She's got that speed and athleticism. Marquisha Hawkins has shown that she loves to be an offensive rebounder, which we need help in that area. So, you know, Angel's been solid, all the, the seniors with, with, with Angel and, and Monica. Those two have been really good. Have been good leaders throughout this, throughout this short little stretch we've had. And the so and the sophomores now, um, you know, coming off a pretty good freshman campaign, and certainly the experience they got at the end of the year look better and look more confident. So, I think you know, Tanea has been a little bit dinged up. She had a meniscus repair the first week of school, but she's actually been in a little bit more the last three or four days, which has been positive because it she she just started to get back in once we started full practice. So, a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm, but a lot of work to do. Monica, for a while there, yeah. was in a funk, and she didn't even look the same, <laughs> play the same. She looks like the old yeah, Monica. She does. Playing like yeah, the old. she does. And and uh, you know, she she uh, is is excited about a, a, a fantastic senior year. And, and quite honestly, if you look at you know where do we get some of the some of the production offensively that we lost with Aisha, is get Monica back to who she was. Quite honestly, Tom. I mean, you know, she, the number she was able to put up, and and uh, you know, I think she recognizes, like we all do, that. You know that that's behind her, and she's uh, worked hard to get get herself back. And you're exactly right. And quite honestly, we, you know, we had struggled, you know, with with Carolyn going down in February. But I don't know if it was a secret. It wasn't a secret in our office, but I was a little bit surprised people didn't take a bigger notice to how much she struggled. And long before we got into February, so but she's had a great summer, and her teammates are excited because they know how good she is, and they also know how bad we, badly we need her, whether we had Aisha back or not. But there are some things she can do for us offensively to space the defense and, you know, get some room on the floor for some guys to make some plays that that'll really help us. But yeah, I'm glad you. She does. She looks different. She's got better better bounce in her step and and uh, a lot better personality as far as just being more upbeat. Huh? A lot, a lot, you know. Everybody thinks Monica and I are growing our hair out in content. If that's what it took, then then that's what it's going to take. So, yeah, I, I like the little thing on top of her head that's kind of cute. Every year during this time, the goal has been to get to the NCAA tournament. But now that you've been to the Sweet 16, as the Barton set a little higher, what's the goal this year? Well, I, I, absolutely, to build on the success we had. But I'd like to go back farther into that. We, we've got to win more games in our league. You know, we I think what the among the many things that were exciting about how we finished the year, I think we learned to gain. We we played with more confidence on the road, in, in recognizing that we finished the year do or die as far as trying to get enough wins to get in, and then we played certainly well on the road in the tournament. Uh, we've got to transfer that into league play. That confidence we had, and we've got to be more consistent in conference play. And I thought there were too many nights in Allen Fieldhouse we were flat. And, and we've talked about that as a team that, you know, we've, we've got to, we owe that to our fans to every single night, you know, play with, with the energy. And, and if I had the answer for that, I'd, I'd, I'd explain it to you and talk to you about it. I don't have the answer for that. But that was frustrating. I, I just didn't think we played consistently um, 
throughout league play, and then there were nights here we just weren't very good. But I will say a positive thing out of the run was we learned to play with a lot of confidence on the road, and they have talked about that. It seems in the past, um, most of the time you have one pure post player on yeah. the floor. Mm -hmm. But this year you have two, two. post players who happen yeah. to be your best, so will you run yeah. things differently? We so will, that? yeah. And it, and it really is probably as much offense or defensively for us. Where, where do we need to tweak some things? Offensively, Chelsea can score facing the basket, and Carolyn can score. So you can play them both together. It's hard to play two bigs low because it's just so easy to double team, and that's hard. Although you might, where Aisha, where Aisha played kind of in the middle of the floor high, you could put Chelsea up there because she's – probably honestly as capable a 15-foot jump shooter as Aisha was. And Carolyn has grown that part of her game as well. Uh, and when Chelsea got here, she would tell you she was a face-up post player, as you might imagine. So we tried to convince her to get a little bit closer to the rim. It would be good for us. It's defensively what we do because that, that matchups in our league at the four could be pretty challenging for those two one-on-one. -on -one. So then we could play some zone, which we have, play a little bit more to keep those two inside a little bit defensively. The sophomore class, obviously not with Natalie since she's got a ton of time last year. But yeah, she's a junior, isn't she already? Yeah. <laughs> so with the other three, I mean, is it important for them to take that kind of oh, next step? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, I think, you know, Chelsea kind of came into her own at the end, replacing Carolyn. Natalie was... As, as she had as good a freshman year as any kid I've ever been around from a consistency standpoint and and understanding a role and fulfilling her role. Um, Asia Boyd has gotten better. She's more confident. She's got to shoot the ball better. She's a kid who can get people to foul her. we got to get her on the floor. Bunny Williams, I thought, stepped in and gave us some big minutes. She kind of subbed for Aisha down the stretch a little bit and, and, uh, and can play both the four and five spots on the floor. But uh, that whole class, and again, Natalie's a little bit more well-known, and then Chelsea made, like I said, made a name for herself in March. But, uh, you know, I, we, we need Asia and, and, and Bunny to, to be more consistent and, and help us more night in, night out. We haven't talked about point guard. Who's going to yep. play there for you this year? You know, I, yeah, I think there's this little guy that I just walked away from in there. Yeah, how good is she? I just – how good is she and, and how consistent she is, uh, you know, just even more maturity. And I would say as a group – there's been a maturation process. You know, it's not all giddy and everything's all fun because we made a run. The, the maturity of understanding what it, the work it takes, the consistency it takes to, to play at that level, but also, you know, the, her maturity in recognizing her role in this program more clearly than she ever has from a leadership standpoint. From a, I, I really felt like one of the most enjoyable things was to watch her and I got to watch her in practice every day grab everybody and circle the wagons in her own unique way not the loudest kid and you might not have known it if you were up up you know too far away but to be able to be in a circle and sometimes it's just a look with her and you know we talk so much about communication and and she handles it a little bit differently but as effectively as I've been, anyone I've ever been around Last year. Uh, yeah, I think, but you know, I think she grew into her own before we ever made the run, getting us to the point that we had a chance at a run. Because if you look at, you know, how well she played at Texas Tech, how well she played um, at Oklahoma, uh, you know, and, it had, and how much she just grabbed Aisha and said, "Okay, you, you and I are going to have to take over here, or we're not probably going to make it." And then we got to hope that we get some young kids to step in and play well, and all of that came to fruition. But I don't think it was a light switch for her. I think it's one of those ones that you can turn. It just keeps getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And the more success she had and we had, okay, I really get this and I embrace that. And it's not, she's not a, you know, she doesn't, it's not that she doesn't like any of you in the limelight. It is just not, that's not why she does this. And she's learned to embrace that comes with the territory and it's part of being a point guard. And, and for her, it's part of being just as darn good as you are. And, and she's, 
learn to accept that and not be so uncomfortable. Because they were just, for the first two years, she was just uncomfortable. She didn't, any time was pulling teeth to get her to, oh, okay, I'll do the interview. And it's not, she just wants to play and be successful. Where do you think, Carolyn, I mean, can, can she get back to where she was yeah. after this? Absolutely. You know, if you think about her game, and I thought this for many days when she went down, okay, what, do we, what does she have to get back to? What does she do really well? She runs, runs rim to rim really, really well. Well, she's doing that. I mean, she can beat Chelsea in sprints right now. Make sure you write that in bold print that Chelsea reads that, that she can beat Chelsea in sprints. <laughs> and will she catch the ball? Like, the kid never doesn't catch ball. It didn't affect her hands, so she'll be able to run and catch and finish. She, you know, she's not going, she won't develop bad habits because of this. She'll still not put the ball down if she shouldn't. She'll keep it, she'll make it look simple, which is when we first got her in the individual workouts, I just shook my head and she looked at me and I said, you just make it look so easy, but that's what the best ones do. So there's not a doubt in my mind. You know, and she's had, she's had days where it's, you know, been, been, it's felt, you know, maybe it's been a little bit swollen or it's a little bit sore, nothing that's ever kept her from anything. And you can tell she gets frustrated, but then when she has great days and she had a good workout today and she feels good, then she has all that plus you know, the positive energy that she has knowing she'll, that she's going to be okay. She's obviously not the same as Aisha was, you know, explosive, that kind of play. She's never been bouncy. She's been really, really long. That's what I said when I said the two things she should be able to do that she was always able to do is run and catch. I never said, you know, but gosh, I don't how is she going to handle not being as explosive and bouncy? She never really has been. It's not a knock on her. She's just really, really long, and then she uses that length. So that, the, the strength of the knee? No, she's been, no, no, I, and I've not seen anything that would make me think. Now she's, she gets gas, she gets tired from a, you know, we've had her go up and down a little bit. So f from a f normal fatigue, having missed what she's missed since February, that's normal for her right now. Very normal. Nothing alarming by any stretch. There hasn't been anything. You've had other teams where you've had a, a bunch of newcomers. Yep. <laughs> this one, are you, you happy that's? I mean, it's pretty veteran and a lot of so many returnees. Yeah, I, I, I am. You know, I, you know, it's fun to coach. I had a, you know, that group of four last year was fun. And, and uh, you know, with these two, they, they bring something, though. They really do. And they both have, you know, Lamari is very, very fast. You know, like I said, ability to get in the paint and make a play. And uh, now she doesn't value the ball like we, we're going to need for her to. We had a little possession conversation today about the game is of possessions. We had, we're probably going to talk about that again tomorrow. I feel certain, um, but you know, it, we've got two, and I'm excited about those two. And um, you know, but having, you know, you'd like to be consistently three and four, but didn't play itself out that way. But I like these two guys, and the upperclassmen are really good with them because they all remember. It doesn't take you long to forget. Ooh, that used to be me. Yeah. Do you, do you feel more of a special sense of urgency this year? It's obviously every year, but. With three seniors, two it has been urgent since I've been here. People now, so yeah, <laughs> that doesn't feel any different to me. But with three seniors, two of the best in yeah. school history, and Carolyn and Angel, to really make this a special year. Well, I think well, a sense of urgency. It's a it's a, a responsibility I have every day to to write the best practice, to demand the most, to help us get better every day, and uh, in, in in doing that with the group that we have, it should be a special season. But. Um, but like I said earlier, we, you know, we've there. There's some you know exciting things that are going on, but there's a lot of work for us to do. But you know, I've had some awfully special seniors, you know, since I've been here. When you talk about Daniel McCray and Shadé Morris and those kids, you know, so you want for every senior to go out with the biggest pop as possible, and you know, and we'll work our tails off every day to help make sure that happens. You guys have had expectations before, yeah. but this is maybe slightly different. Mm -hmm. Do you do anything different in the first, you know, 
couple weeks of practice over the first month of the season to see those early season right. Well, I, you know, if you've been around me much at all, it's boring. We talk about trying to get better every day. So that's what we talked about today is trying to be better in practice today than we were when we were together on Friday. And I think that's the that's the smartest way to handle this. Whether you have expectations or you or you don't is, can we try and focus on getting better every day? Because it's easy to get caught looking too far ahead. It's easy, well, you know, to 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 co try to compare and. And I'm a firm believer that every minute we do that, we waste time in something that we can control is, our, you know, about, you know, be, being better in practice every day. So that message won't be any different. You know, that won't be any different this year than it has been any other year. Um, they understand it better is maybe the difference. I think they understand it at a different level now. Under, you know, knowing there is, you know, from an energy standpoint, from a competitive standpoint, I think from a competitive standpoint, I think that's where, it feels a little bit different to me because they understand that in in doing what we did and then wanting to do more, how important that'll be to be able to raise that bar and practice every day against each other, which is the only way you can get better. Coach, good news is you've got a lot of talent back. Bad news is I guess so does Baylor. Yeah. That you're just no fun. You just yeah. had to go there, didn't you? I was glad that wasn't. Well, that was your first question, though. Congratulations. Thank you. But, uh, but, yeah, the Big 12 obviously starts with yeah. again, and then it, it looks different this year. It does with, with you know, there we, everyone in the league had significant losses, really, other quite honestly, other than Baylor. I mean, with that group that they've got coming back, um, you know, and I would say for us, Aisha was a significant loss. That kid's one, arguably one of the most talented players I've ever had. And, and, um, and to fill the pieces around, you know, to fill her the spot that, uh, that she vacated. But if you look at, you know, West Virginia – I've watched some film on West Virginia, and being familiar with Mike Carey from where I used to be, um, driving on the West Virginia Turnpike to get to Morgantown is a little bit easier than the trip we're going to make. But um, they're really in a half-court defense, a lot like Texas A&M. They're big, they're long, they're athletic. He puts a high premium on his defense, being able to create offense for them. They turn people over. They're very, very physical. Um, TCU, and that's been three or four years since we played them, um, similar with some of their personnel. But everyone in the league's a little bit different other than Baylor, which is it's a new year that's supposed to happen. But it does look um, it does look a little bit different without without Missouri and A and M, which it's gonna look different because it is different. It's not having those two. Speaking of that, you gotten used to the new the new old faces on your bench? The new old face oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've you know, given Katie a hard time about being recycled all year. So it's good to have her back. I mean, you know, and it's good for her with the players because I recruited Katie. I was on the staff that recruited her and then got to coach her my, you know, my junior and senior, or her junior and senior year. So she understands me, you know, and she can, and that's always been a, a great pulse for her to help them. And she will coach the post this year, which she had done previously when she first got here and then we moved her on the perimeter. Um, noon ball, as we all affectionately call him. He's, you know, the most positive, energetic guy I've ever been around. And as much pride as in this program in the University of Kansas anyone I've been around and and uh, and 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 Mo does a great job with their point guards and and helping them understand the game from the you know from where they where they play every day so uh, I do feel like some days I got a new job every day at first when I first came in I'm like oh look at all these new people so but it's been fun they've been great and, the, and they've really and the kids have really embraced them till the season starts to see if anyone can yell like awkwardly. Yeah, well, it was, Tori was the one that got up and got everybody fired up. I'm not sure who's going to do that. I don't know. It might be Terry's job. I'm not sure, but yeah. What makes Natalie so effective? You talked about her earlier. What makes her so effective? Well, I think that she's, you know, 
she kind of plays and lives like it's never as good as it seems, it's never as bad as it seems. She'll hit a big shot, face doesn't change. She'll turn it over, not very often, face doesn't change. She just, she can go on to the next play probably as, as quick and as well as most seniors, you know, and that's hard to do when you're a freshman, not to, you know, the game's a game of mistakes and usually the team that makes the fewest wins, but she doesn't turn one into three. And when you're young, that's easy to do. Be upset about one, and all of a sudden, I've got three more piled on. Um, but she's a kid who's always been able to knock down open shots, and we were able to do that for her. And Angel creates so many of those opportunities for her. Uh, but she's just very, very consistent. I mean, how she plays is how she practices every day. And the same thing with Angel. You talk about how Angel plays every day is how she practices every day. So it doesn't feel different for her when you can smell popcorn. You've got some added excitement and kind of hype around the program this year. How much does that help going into the season? It's good. You know, I think it, it's good for them for the excitement, but, but they recognize that's not going to win us any games. It's good for the fans. It's good for attendance. It's good for media. It's good for all of those things surrounding your program. But there is not a kid in our program that thinks that that will have any effect on whether we win or lose from a confidence standpoint, and confidence says certainly. But there's good bounce to them. But you know, but they are, like I said, from a maturity standpoint, they won't get caught up in any of that. There's no way they will. They understand it. You've got Angel and Caroline up for on various yeah. watch lists. I mean, how exciting is it just to have those two back on court? Yeah, it's good. I think for different reasons. I mean, Carolyn being able to be back on those lists, having been on those lists last year, and certainly deservedly for Angel to be on those lists that she wasn't last year. But, you know, she played her way on those lists, and Carolyn did the year before, and then from a from a respect, respect standpoint and who people, you know, they believe that she is, that she's back on all of those. Talked about the Big 12 earlier. Mm -hmm. Where would you like to see your team fit in? in the Big 12? I think if you're, you know, we, we all vote and you can't vote for your own group, but I think there's just a, there's, you know, I think there's three or four of us that are in a battle for second, third, and fourth. I, I, I do, and I think it's close. It's a little bit hard with West Virginia because it's one thing to play somebody and then it's one thing to watch film. Um, but I think... Uh, you know, and I'm not going to name them because then they'll be up on the bulletin board. Those I don't name. So, um, but there's a there's there'll be a dogfight for who's right under right below Baylor. Also, this year I know every year it seems like there's one thing you probably say if we can really improve on this, we'll be in good shape. Right. Is there something that we've, I've said this for? We got to guard better. I, that just you know eats me up because we've you know my especially all my former players kill me. You're getting soft. You don't guard like you used to. So we've got to guard better and we've got to rebound the ball better. I mean, offensively, we have been pretty good and we've shot the ball well and we've, you know, taken good shots. And, you know, Angel's a big a big part of that, just being able to create some opportunities for people. But we've, we've got to keep people in front of us. We, our defensive field goal percentage has got to drop, you know, as far as the type of shots that, that, that uh, we give up, um, you know, and then rebound the ball better. What does that bother you the most? You watching film going back or just people thinking calling? about it, watching film? When I get asked a question about it, it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. Because we used to not be able to guard. We used to not be able to score. You know, when I first got here, we'd we'd we might lose, but it'd be like 50, 50. We'd hold somebody to fifty four points. Problem is, we could only score forty nine. Now we got the flip side of that. We got to be able to guard better. We can score better. We got to guard better. Is there anything this team potentially could do better than any team you've ever coached? I think from uh, I, I just think how much fun we'll be able to be in transition because of what Angel can do, and and that's what you guys love, and I love the same thing. Uh, you know, Bill and I talk all the time. Recruit players that make plays. You don't have to run so many plays, and Angel's cut my playbook in half. She has, which I love, which I love. Just how good I think we can be in transition. Say it they again. Love that too. That's Absolutely, that's how they want to play. That's how they want to play. Absolutely, we all do.
When Angel first came here, you compared her to Chris Paul. Do you still like that comparison? I do. I do. I, you know, from how the kind of shots that that he can create for himself and how he can let go of it, and and uh, you know, she's got the little giant killer. She likes to shoot that. He's really good at that as well. And and then she's really developed in a good mid-range pull-up jump shooter, and he does that. So, and he he has a he has a presence, you know, in the team that he runs, just like she's learned to develop and embrace. And they're both real little in their game. Their game's not little. Their just stature's little, but their game's not little.